Hey, it's Bridget and Liz, and you're listening to Dude, Dude Guess, Guess What? what? Why, hello there, everybody. It's episode 50 of the Dude Guess What podcast. Yeah, welcome, welcome. 50, can you even believe it? No, I cannot. I feel like we should have had like a party because 50 is like a birthday, you know, it's like a big milestone. Yeah, except I was just thinking about how, you know, like 50, it's always like over the hill or whatever. Mm-hmm. I thought that was 40. Really? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know. I thought it was 50. Everything goes downhill after that. You could be right. I'll let you have it. Um, Liz, tell us about your week, dude. Well... Not a lot has gone on since we last talked, May. Um, what did I even do? Nothing. Oh, we got a new couch delivered for downstairs in the basement. Um, I sent I sent you took pictures of it. You did, and you're like, I hate that couch because it's like pleather leather. Oh yes, yes, I did see that. Yeah. Yeah, so we got a, a couch for the basement, and it has two reclining ends on on it. And so far, the last couple nights, um, Ryan and I have once we put Robbie to bed, we've gone down into the basement and like sat on the reclining couch and watched movies, old school style DVDs, baby. Oh, do you guys have a TV down there? Uh huh. Yeah, we have TV in the basement. Oh, I haven't. I didn't know that. Yeah, we have TV on the main floor and then TV in the basement. Ooh, fun. Did you guys buy a new TV yeah. for the downstairs? No, it was our old TV from our old house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Send so. send photos of the setup because I want to see how it's set up now. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll send I'll send it to you. Um Ryan's brother Timothy has like partially moved in. He's he's like moving stuff in on the weekends. Um and then I think he'll fully be moved in in May. So, yeah. So his room is just got lots of stuff in it already. What um, what movies have you guys been watching on DVD? Um, the first night we watched Shanghai Nights. You know, the the it's like with Owen Wilson and Jackie Chan. So we watched that one. Mm-hmm. And then last night we watched Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And we probably have like another 30 minutes to go on that one. But I, at nine o'clock last night, I was like, I'm so tired. I need to go to bed. So we went to bed. And that's it. And we're at mom and dad's this weekend. So, you know, taking advantage of their Wi-Fi. <laughs> no, it's like, it's a pleasant surprise seeing your cute little face. Oh, here I am. I even showered and everything today. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I actually saw this thing of Elise My- from Elise Myers um, on Instagram the other day, and she was talking about how she needed to take a shower because it had been like four days since she last take a- took a shower or something like that. And she's like, it's disgusting. But she's like, the one thing I know that'll make me feel better will be taking a shower. But I don't want to do the one thing that'll make me feel better because I just feel it. Eh. And I was like, that like resonates with me. 
some days I just like don't feel like it. Oh, I cannot. Like if I don't take a shower every day, I'm like, Ugh. yeah. I mean, I change my underwear every day, but sometimes showering, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I literally didn't do anything the last week. I have not worked out in three weeks, guys, which is a very long time for me. Why? Um, honestly, it's the drive from Lehigh to into Murray because, or into like where my old workout gym was. Um, and then it's been snowing and like just driving early in the morning in the snow is like no fun. So, um, I actually canceled my membership at big mountain barbell where I lived. Um, just because it's seriously like a 30 minute drive in the morning and it's just, yeah. So I canceled that and now I'm going to go into a Vasa in Riverton with my friend Maddie. Um, so we're going to, cause Maddie also lives like 25, 30 minutes away from BNB. So we just decided to like cut that in half. And so we'll both be driving about 12, 13 minutes, um, from our house to get to a one in the middle between the two of us. So we're, we're still doing the programming, like the lifting program, but yeah. Anyway, Dang, dude. I know I'm sad. I texted my coach, one of the coaches, and I was like, it was actually Katie. I texted Katie and I was like, I have to cancel my membership. Can we still be friends? She's like, well, duh, of course. <laughs> but <clears throat> anyway, yeah. Wild, dude. I mean, like, I was surprised that you were even like still going just because it's so mm-hmm. far away, but mm-hmm. I'm just sad for you. I know I'm sad too. I love it there. I love that gym, but it's just, it's just too far of a drive. Yeah. I haven't been to a Vasa in like, I don't even know how long. I don't think I've been to a Vasa since 2016 before it's been longer because when in 2016, I lived in Mill Creek and the closest gym was a planet fitness. So I worked out at a planet fitness out there. So it's been a long, it's been maybe 10 years since I worked out at Abasa. It's been 10 years, at least 10 years for me. So I hope it's changed. I hear it's changed. Like there's like more like, like free weight. I don't know how to describe it. Like an empty barbell, like for squatting. So we'll figure it out this week. Dang, dude. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Anyway, what's new? Oh, wait, 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 wait. I got one more thing to say. I just remembered. So I applied for my passport back in a renewal of my passport back in February. Mm-hmm. And last week I got an, e- oh, not an even email. I got, I like logged in the status thing to like see where it was at. And it said it was approved. And I was like, okay. I was like, I know that I've changed my address since, um, you know, I actually did this. So I called in to change my address. Cause it says it's going to send you an email <clears throat> Um, when it ships and, uh, and it hadn't shipped yet. So I was like, I'm sure I can still, uh, cause I was checking it daily. So I knew that it had just been approved. So I called that morning and they're like, oh yeah, this is going to an address. And it was like, it was a, an address that's three years old. And, um, I was freaking out because I haven't lived there in three years. I'm like, how'd you even get this address? This isn't even something I put on like my application. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it is going to an address. It was going to an address in West Jordan, like my old address. So um, uh, anyway, uh, they freaking, but long story short, it didn't get over there. Although I went to my old, the old place I used to live at and knocked on the door, left a note, had the girl texted me who lives there now and was like, hey, I'll keep an eye out for it. Went to the West Jordan post office, everything. And uh, 
but it ended up being forwarded to my address in Lehigh. I don't even know how that happened. Anyway, there were like three different like stickers on top of it to be like, go to this address. No, go to this address. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. That's funny, dude. Yeah. How how long do passports last? 10 years. Hmm. Gives you 10 years to change your last name. Yeah. 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 I got 10 years to do that. So (laughs) it might take me 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) This point. Yeah. Yeah. So I got my passport and I'm so pumped. Now I can go on this cruise in June and not have to be worried about my passport. Yeah. That's the worst. We had a huge um, passport ordeal with JD last year and never got his passport. It still ticks me off to think about it. Wait, you never got JD's passport? So my in-laws, they booked a Disney cruise and we had to have a passport. Well, we thought we had to have a passport for JD. Um, We have one for Austin because um, I think actually his expires this year. Um, but we had one for Austin because we went to Europe when he was like less than one. Um, and, um, anyway, we went to go, Anthony needed a new passport. And so we went to, um, the Idaho Falls, like, uh, post office. We had, we filled out like, um, JD's passport thing. We got him a picture, like yada, yada, yada. Anyway, you know, you think that it's like all taken care of and their passports aren't, you know, cheap, you know, like. And um, they're like one hundred and sixty dollars. And so we sent it in. I got a letter back or maybe an email or something saying like. His had to be resubmitted because there was something wrong with the form or or the picture or something. I'm like, dude, we literally went to like a person that um like the post office or like a cbs who takes your photo it was a post office so they're the ones that um took the photo yeah that took the photo and so i'm like how is this like getting denied you know because it's it's uh it's by a person whatever Anyway, at that point that we received it back, there was no, oh, and then two, oh, so we did try to make another appointment, but since we lived in the smallest city in the United States, like, I mean, not really, but um, there weren't any appointments like available. So we were like, well, shiz, like, what do we do? Um, mm-hmm. So there was, there was honestly a hot minute that we didn't know if like JD would be able to go on the cruise or not. And um, Anthony and I were thinking, we were like, who's going to stay home with JD? Like, who's going to go with Austin? And um, anyway, we ended up calling, my in-laws called the Disney cruise and they were like, well, if you have a birth um, birth certificate for him, we'll take that. So. Oh, yeah. Well, we- it's good to know. My sister-in-law is still waiting on the passport for their baby. Oh, yeah. They said that birth certificate was fine. So we ordered another birth because his original birth certificate was already with the passport stuff. That's right. Yeah. And so we had to order another birth certificate for him and it came and it was fine. Like he went and it was totally fine. It was. It was super stressful. And I still haven't gotten all of the documents from 
Isn't that crazy? Yes. Yeah. Well, so we submitted our thing. Our, um, when I submitted my passport, it said it was going to take eight to 11 weeks. And then just barely like within the last three weeks, the passport agency says now they take 10 to 13 weeks. And I was like, okay, if this takes 13 weeks, this is going to like really push it. And especially if it's going to a wrong address and has to be reforwarded, like it could be delayed until, until the end of May or early June, which is when, you know, we will need it. Yeah. Anyway. I understand like the need to have it be like, I, I get why we have passports. I get why it's more of a lengthy process, but we're in like 2023. You would think that there would be one, a less turnaround time. And two, yeah. just like it being more um, easily done. You know, like on your an app could be like on your phone too, right? Like a like a app or something that the government makes you download to put all your stuff on. You know, I don't know. Delta has an app, and you can show them. Okay, yeah, yeah, my tickets here to board the plane. Like you think they have something like that? Yeah, I did read though that um they're actually don't quote me on this, but like they're actually making new driver's licenses that can yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, is it just U.S. territories that you can use it for? Like Puerto uh, Rico, Bahamas? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. So, and I think that that's supposed to be, I think that was implemented like this last year. Or maybe it's getting implemented this year. Yeah, I know the next time I get my my driver's license renewed, it'll be that new version. I was just going to say, I don't think that it's mandatory, though, because... When we went um, to get our driver's licenses, they asked us if we wanted the star thing on it or whatever. And they were like, people that don't have a passport may want this. And we were like, well, we do. So, Well, I actually think it's going to be mandatory for her traveling. Well, yeah, I'm saying up in, like up until now, I don't think it's been mandatory. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure the airport's saying um, that they're going to be requiring those now. Don't I need to fact check myself on that. What were you going to say, though? Oh, I was going to say, if you haven't gotten a new passport, the new first page, like with your picture and everything, is plastic. It's no longer just paper. It's like the material your driver's license made out of. I have just been print. I printed my application off online. No, 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 no. Your, your, your passport. When you get your new passport. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, the new first page in there that has your picture and like all your information on there is now like a hard plastic as opposed to just like paper. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there's my passport saga. Back to you, May. What did you do this last weekend? Um, not really too much. I... We just, um, boys got pink eye. I mean, Austin got pink oh, eye. Got pink eye? Oh yeah. My gosh. Yeah. And, um, just working. Um, I, we went to a birthday party like this last week. And, um, and uh they had domino's pizza there and uh-huh. i told 
I told Anthony, I was like, I just want a Domino's pizza. Like, I love Domino's pizza. Anthony hates it. And he's like, we have some cardboard in the in the garage. I'm like, <laughs> you could just put some pizza sauce on there. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, but I actually love Do- like Domino's is like the one pizza that I will eat like cold. Do you know, I kind of, I, I don't know about cold. I'll eat cold pizza occasionally, but I like Papa John's, dude. I just only, and, and Papa John's is the only people that like serve their pizza with a th- side of butter for you to dip in. <laughs> and sometimes I like it. I don't know. I really have to be in the mood for it. Yeah. Well, the thing, I just like Domino's, like their crust. It's like garlic butter goodness. Yeah. Um. I lost one of my Made by Mary necklaces. <gasps> How? Where? When? What? Why? I, I have no idea. I have, have literally no idea. I have checked so many places. Which one is it? Is it the one? Is it like the thicker chain one that's plain? No. No, I still have that one. It's the one that's kind of like a choker and it has like circles. It's called the their pop- yeah, their poppy necklace, Aww. whatever. I've had that for so long and I went online to like see if I could go like buy a new one and they're all sold out for gold. Well, I guess we know what Anthony can get you for uh, Mother's Day. Right. No, I'm like seriously so annoyed though at Made by Mary. It took them like four months to get these earrings that I really wanted. Like and and my ear my uh, rings. How often are you checking them? I was checking it every day because I wanted them so bad. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. And I signed up for like the keep me informed text or whatever. It was just the restock notification. Yeah. It was just super annoying because I I don't know. I'm like, I can't even imagine like if people like, you know. I work for chat books and it's like, sorry, we don't have paper anymore. Like you're going to have to wait till we get some. Like, it's just, I would not go over well. And the thing too is like, is made by Mary consider a small business? I would say it's considered a small business. Really? So like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would still call it a small business. It's just, it was, it's been frustrating for me because I swear every time I go on there, I'm like, dude, this is out of stock. Like, how long is it going to take? Yeah, that's frustrating. I get it. And I messaged them like a while ago about it. And they're like, it wasn't even like, yeah, you know, we're thinking it'll come back in April. It was just like, I'm so glad you love these so much. I know that the wait is blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, just it'll be worth it. Yeah. I'm like, give me just a freaking estimated time. Like, that's it. I don't Mm. know. Um, but nothing else. I mean, we're, uh, Anthony. Oh, I don't know if I told you this. Anthony, um, gave his formal decline to that job offer. Oh no, this is news to me. Yeah. This yeah. Was two weeks ago. It was fine. He just was like, Hey, I mean, he still kind of like left it up in the air. He's just like, my wife and I kind of have decided to just like um, you know, keep our doors open and and stuff like that. And the guy was super nice, but it was still just like we kind of I feel like we go back and forth of where we want to live. Like it's just 
Yeah. Hard. And the thing too is like I I don't want to live in in Oklahoma the rest of my life. Like definitely not. Um, but I will say that I think I'm going to be very sad when we move away from here. Oh, really? Oh yeah. Like I I mean it's mainly just the people that we've met here and just the area, like just I don't know. I people here are so nice. And Mm -hmm. people here just are so different. Like, I just, I was telling Anthony this, like, this is going to sound kind of like a little bit, like, this is probably me inputting like churchy stuff here. Doesn't like everybody, like everybody uh, is of a different denomination. Like, doesn't matter Mm -hmm. if you're Baptist, Presbyterian, you know, like just everybody goes to church. And, um, and it's like, you could be, um, in a store or like, let's say a restaurant or something. And, and the waiter could be like, Hey, I'm going to pray for you. And it wouldn't be weird. You know, like it wouldn't like people just listen. (laughs) Like, Hey, I'm going to tell you this really weird thing, but it's probably not going to be weird. No, no, no. If you're at a restaurant, I, that is weird. Maybe it's just an Oklahoma thing, but that would be weird outside of Oklahoma. Exactly, <laughs> though. No, it's not weird in Oklahoma, like, or in Texas, or, like, the Midwest or South. Like, people okay, are... the next time you come to Utah, I'll just start saying a prayer in public, and I want you to see how well that goes over. <laughs> you're all you're all at a, the old spaghetti factory, like, shh. No, it's not like that. No, they're not saying like they're not saying that they're gonna give him a prayer right now. They're just saying like I don't know, just like okay, that is a bad example. Like maybe like if somebody would be like, Jesus loves you, like it's just like I don't know. And I was telling Anthony in in Utah or like Arizona or Idaho, like if you told somebody that, they'd be like, What the hell? (laughs) They would (laughs) <laughs> legit be like what are you doing you know You're like actually please don't stay away from me six feet at least <laughs> but but that's what's so interesting is like here it's just like this or like talking about going to church is it's well, like an i don't know like it's not a weird thing to like regard what but what I'm saying is like regardless of what denomination you are. I feel like yeah. if I was in in I in uh, Arizona and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I know them from church or or at my church or whatever." People would be like, "Ugh, you know, you go to church." Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But here it's just like this all in com- like it's just it's different. And so that's going to be something that's different for me to move away from. Maybe you can be the person that says, Jesus loves you, everyone, when you see, when you, when you come out of Oklahoma, you can be that person. I don't want to be that person. I'm just saying it's just interesting that that's how it is. Yeah, um, I'm thinking, why don't you start a trend out here, out the West, where people are normal, and you can just start saying that kind of stuff. No. It maybe it might catch on. Um, the other thing that I want to touch base on is my Instagram poll. Oh, yes, 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 yes. My recent Instagram poll. Um, For those that follow me on social media, um, 
Okay, so I am like, I don't know. Anthony, I think, thinks that like I am the weird one or that my family's the weird ones. Um, we were talking about uh, FaceTime. No, we were talking about, I don't even remember what we were talking about. And uh, I was just telling him, I was like, you know, I was like, I feel like if we didn't, if we didn't, I love my in-laws. Like, I love my in-laws, you know? But I was like, I feel like if we didn't call them once a week on, we, we, we always FaceTime on Sunday with my in-laws. Um, mm-hmm. Like, if we didn't call them, like, I don't think we even called them last week. Haven't heard from them. Haven't heard, gotten a call from them. Like, they have never, texted the texted you though. They they will set they will text in a family thread, but it's very it's not like anything. It'll just be like, hey, did you guys see that? Or like for instance, you know this March Madness stuff has been going on. Um, they were like, oh, so and so won our championship. Like it's just like that. Nobody responds. <laughs> I don't know. Like okay. anyway, so. So like, what do you, what, tell, tell us the rest of what the poll's about. Yeah. So, so then, so Anthony and I were talking and he's like, I, cause I told him, I was like, I just don't think people do that. Like, I just think that people probably talk to their families more often than not. And he's like, I just think it's your family. Your family talks to each other all the time, every day, like blah, blah, blah. And so we were just like, I was like, I'm going to make a poll about this because I just don't think that, I just don't think that that's true. And, um, anyway, so I did. Um, it's still not over, but the results as of right now, let me look. Let me give you in real time. Okay. These are for people that said that. Wait, how do I know this person? Oh. <laughs> these are um these are people that said that they do not live in the same state as their parents. They hear from their family at least for 50 minutes once a week. That's been the 41%. Dang. So maybe our family is weird? I don't know. I don't know. Bridget, Bridget, she's like, I don't know what happened. It just got deleted. (laughs) No, but anyway, I hate when Anthony's right. <laughs> well, our family talks to each other on FaceTime. Like, at least I talk. I talk to Bridget on FaceTime like every single day, mm-hmm. and sometimes multiple times a day. And I know we've like teased about it before, but we'll just like leave the phone like down, and so you, all you're seeing is the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And Ryan will be like, "Why don't you guys just call each other? Like, you don't need a FaceTime." And I'm like, "Well, just in case she pops her little face on the screen, I want to see her." I know. <laughs> well, the thing too is like at least for me, I don't enjoy texting. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's hit or miss, like if I respond or not, you know. Mostly, mostly miss. Mostly a miss. Um but uh yeah. I so text or calling is normally my preferred source of communication. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyway, um, kind of going into um something else. Gwyneth Paltrow won her case. Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow did win her case. 
Do you want to say anything about that? I think it was, I, I don't know, honestly. I don't know who's guilty. I think it was more of a he said, she said scenario. Yeah. And I think that she's a likable person, probably with some influence. Um, so is she guilty? I don't know. Is she not guilty? I, I don't know. Um, I will say, dude, that guy though, I, I didn't, I just looked him up on, um, like the, or the internet and, mm-hmm. um, he looks so familiar. The optometrist, the, yeah. the main dude. Yeah. Hmm. I'm like, was he my optometrist? Like, I don't know why he looks so familiar. No, maybe optometrist, maybe optometrists just have like a certain look to them. Yeah, I legit looked at him and I was like, you work at the West Jordan Clinic? Standard <laughs> optical? A standard <laughs> optical between the years of 2012 to 2015? <laughs> no, not even that, dude. I don't, how long have I been going there? I have no idea. But um, kind of just going into our, our uh, so, uh, huge switching gears here, screeching halt from fun times. What? We're going to the topic, right? Oh yeah, we're going to the topic, but it's also about cases. Like it's about trials. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we go. About trials. No. I see what you did there. Okay. <laughs> um, we kind of wanted to talk today a little bit about some things that are going in the news in terms of like true crime almost. True crime, but like also some of them aren't true crime. That's yeah. true. That's yeah. <laughs> um, where do you want to? Which one do you want to start with, Liz? Uh, do you want to talk about the Murdoch murders? Yeah, let's talk about that. Okay, okay guys. Us. Okay. Um, one of the biggest things that I feel like has been going on in the last several months is, um, has anybody, if anybody, has seen like the Murdoch? documentary on netflix you watched that right liz yep yep that's where i got all my facts from was from netflix pretty good <laughs> um no that that documentary was like wild to me wild um yeah so for those that don't know um you should watch it i would highly recommend watching it it's about um a case that uh when did it start when did when did the boat crash happen do you remember i think like in 2019 it was like recent 2018 2019 it wasn't too long ago okay do you want me to explain it or do you want to explain it's about this affluent uh um family in the south i think it's is it south carolina yeah yeah in south carolina they are um from a family of lawyers in a small town like they're um like their dads and granddads and stuff like that have all been lawyers. So they kind of have um, control of this town of like what goes on. Um, And then um, they have a son. I can't remember the son's name. What's his name? Uh, There's Buster and there's Alex is the dad, right? Alex, uh Buster. It's the, it's the, it's the youngest son. There's only two of them. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so it's the youngest son. He is like a party animal. And mind you, these kids are not of drinking age. Um, 
So they go out and he, um, he rents a boat. Oh no, he doesn't rent a boat. He has a boat and, um, they go out partying one weekend and he is drunk and is driving this boat and crashes the boat. And it like, it goes like, um, vertical and, um, all the, all the kids like fall out of this boat. And this one girl goes missing and comes to find out she ends up dying from the boat injuries. Like she, she got like hit in the head or something like that and then drowned. Um, and then, uh, the kid isn't even found guilty of anything. Like he calls, he, they don't call the police. Like he does not call the police initially. He calls his dad or he calls his granddad and the granddad like works his magic. The dad works his magic um, and gets him like released of all these charges, like of um, not charges. Like he doesn't even get found guilty of anything. And then um, you also find out in the documentary that like this kind of stuff has happened before like the housekeeper like had a mysterious death they had like this friend of busters who mysteriously died on the side of the road um and it was because they think that this guy so buster's friend was gay and they think that um buster actually was gay and that the family was kind of like covering this up it, it's yeah, just but, but with the with the um okay so let me just back up well two things with the his name's Steven Smith um with the death of him who's buster's friend yeah, yeah uh-huh. they said that he was hit by a car but like the when they arrived at the crime scene like his body hadn't wasn't even there were there like the well, way they didn't look like the way that he was placed on the ground looked like somebody had placed him like his shoes were still on there was like no scuff marks on his clothing like nothing that would indicate that he'd been hit by a car yeah yeah. And um, this is just as of recently, they're exhuming the, his body to do like an official autopsy. Oh, dang. I don't think that one was done for him. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't remember. That yeah, either. because I don't think that um, kind of like Liz was saying, though, like with the boat crash, you have this kid who's a murder. We don't remember what his name is. Um, and uh they he calls his granddad but then also you find out in the documentary as well that there were people like cops that once they found out it was a murder they kind of like stopped like questioning him or or conducting a like how it normally would have been done for any other person yeah and there were people that were tied to the case like the reporter and the like the sheriff or something that hadn't an, had an in or they were related or something with the Murdaws. Mm-hmm. So then you have this boat crash and um, this kid is also like a raging alcoholic. And, yeah, and I, I, yeah. And th- like I said earlier, like none of them are at the legal age of drinking. Like they're like 18, 19, still in high school. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, you know, uh the other kid though i don't remember what his name is connor or something they were trying to blame it on him and in the documentary the um the dad murdaw dad he tells the kid he's like don't worry we'll take care of you like and um 
And then this kid literally lived in fear for a long time that they were going to like kill hire him. somebody to kill him type of thing. Yeah. If he opened his mouth and said something. Well, yeah, in the hospital after the boat crash, the Murdaws came to the hospital in the middle of the night and like we're going like one by one to each of the kids that were on the boat, basically saying like, we'll handle this. Like, don't say anything to the cops. Yeah. And then so then fast forward um, a couple years later in was it was 2021. Yeah. So, so Alex Murdaugh, he's the dad. Um, he's the one that just got convicted guilty, killing his wife and his son. Um, not Buster, the one that um, we don't the, we know the name. Yeah. The one that's the partier was the one that um, died anyway. Um, so he he um, it was in 2021 that the police get this call and he's um, basically telling them that his wife and his son were killed and um, he acts like on their family farm. Yeah, he acts like. He just he told them that he had just gotten home from his mom's house and yada, yada, yada. Anyway, while this is going on too, like he was also, I think, found guilty of like embezzling money from or he just gotten fired or something. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how he got found out, but he got found out. And then his wife, it was rumored, was going to file for divorce. Yeah. And so then I guess like at the family farm. Um, he tells he tells police that he wasn't there, but then they later retrieved a Snapchat video from this kid, his phone, and you can hear the dad in the background talking to them like minutes before he died. And um, so then the they end up like this is this is found out obviously after like a year after. Um, and then like a couple months later, after his son and wife died, he'd actually hired a hitman to kill him so that also that his son Buster could get like a life insurance policy. Mm-hmm. And obviously the hitman doesn't end up like killing him. Like I think he like grazed his temple or something. Yeah. And Alex Murdaugh, the guy who hired someone to kill himself, um, calls into the calls into the 911 and it's like, it's Alex Murdaugh. Like, and they just said it was like so strange. The call was just so strange. Yeah. I guess for me, like looking back, one, it makes me realize that anybody with money can do anything. anything yeah. And um, it also like doesn't give me a whole ton of trust in like our justice system in mm-hmm. regards to like the cops, you know, not like fully doing their job or or whatever um and three i'm like what was his motive for killing his well i i mean not that i can i'm not trying to justify him killing his wife but i'm saying like he wanted to kill her probably because of covering up secrets you know or like but i'm like what was the motive for killing the son probably the same thing covering up a big secret that he actually killed that girl from the boat crash that's true. But it's like, wouldn't their other son know too? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but Buster was out at law school. Yeah, but he didn't, he didn't finish. He I know, got but kicked he out for plagiarizing. Yeah, he was at law school though, I thought, when that accident happened. Oh, uh, 
Yeah, you, that might be true. I don't know, but it's just been, it's like a weird, weird thing. I don't know. It's this kind of stuff. I'm just like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, it's wild. Anyway, you should watch it. It's only three episodes. Yeah, it's only three episodes. However, I, so they have one on Netflix and then they have another one on HBO Max, but I haven't watched that one yet. On the, on the Murdoch murders? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I need to watch it. Yeah. I mean, when I get internet, I'll watch, I'll put it on my list of things that I'm going to, yeah, y'all, when I get freaking internet, you're not going to hear from me for three weeks. I'm just going to hold myself up in a room and watch TV <laughs> day and night. Yeah. Um, it's just wild. Like our world is just so wild. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another one that hits like closer to home. Well, I guess Utah home. Literally, oh, Utah. not that one. <laughs> I'm saving that oh. one. Last. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so ESPN just came out with a doc. I actually, it must have come out within like the last two weeks. It's March. It was March 24th. Oh, it did. Okay. So, um, I remember when this happened a little bit. Um, I guess I just don't remember all of the details surrounding it. But if anybody, there's an ESPN documentary. It's actually about the murder of Lauren. Is it McCluskey? McCluskey. McCluskey. Uh-huh. McCluskey. Mm-hmm. So um, Lauren was like a track athlete at the U of U. Mm-hmm. And um, did you end up watching it, Liz? No, we. I, I don't think we have ESPN. Oh, okay. Dang it. Um. But But the documentary itself is called Listen. Yeah. So it's actually kind of messed up. We actually just finished it last night. Okay. And um, I think U of U is 1000% at fault. Like, oh, yeah, they are. And this is, you know, so a little bit. I was working at the Huntsman, which is part of the University of Utah. And um, so I was on there like, if anything ever happened on campus, I always got texts about it. Like to be like, there's a shooter, you know, whatever, like whatever. And so you'd get these like emergency texts or emails. And I remember getting one, this is way back when, and then like having to go into work the next day and kind of like being like alert on alert to be like, is there some, cause he hadn't been found. And there were, there were yeah, he hadn't been found. There were freaking police cars driving through um, the hills behind Huntsman trying to search for this guy yeah anyway so so she she you probably know more details than me because you just barely watched the thing but she had repeatedly contacted campus police to say she was being harassed or something from this dude but she so they dated that's the thing is like she she was his girlfriend and then i don't know how but one day she saw like a driver he told her that she was like or he told her that he was like 25 or something mm-hmm. and he had a different name and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, she ends up finding like a driver's license that shows that he's like 37 or mm-hmm. like in his 30, like and a different name. And um, she confronted him about it. And he like, I don't remember what he did, but he did like deny it and blamed something else. And then. 
he was like sextorting her like to like he was giving her um like trying to blackmail her for I don't know, like pictures or I actually, I'm not 1000% sure on like that. If they had been like sexting, he would be like, I'm going to show these texts to people. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And he was like pissed because she did go to the police. She, sorry. You can, she went to the campus police and they, they just like blew it off. Yeah. They like, they literally, and she went multiple times. Yeah. That's the, that's the awful thing. And yeah. And then he ends up showing up in the middle of the night and shooting her. Yeah, no, listen to this. It's actually really sad, dude. So she she um was uh the documentary is really sad. She, you know, like has gone to the campus police. She even went to the Salt Lake City police and they told her that she had to do campus police. Like it's a bunch of different people that are all I think at fault. Drop the ball. Yeah. Yeah. She's on the phone to her mom and dad. No, to her mom. And it's at night. And she's just talking to them about like her day and, and they have like video footage of the guy, like leaving to and from like, um, her apartment before this. And like, he was holding a black bag that had a gun in it. Anyway, all of a sudden she's on the phone to her mom and her mom hears her go, Oh no, 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 no. And he drags her and kills her and puts her in a trunk. That is awful. And and so I guess too, like um, the dad, he, you know, they hear her say, no, 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 no. So he's calling and being like, Hey, I think he called the, he called the police and he's like, my, my wife was just talking to my daughter. Like she, um, she was on the phone and all of a sudden she said, no, 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 no. Like she has also been in contact with the campus police because of this issue. And all of a sudden somebody else gets on the line and says, Hey, I just found this phone and a bunch of other stuff dropped on the ground. Like, and this girl, this random girl is talking to her parents because she found her stuff. Anyway, they ended up finding the girl, I think that night. Um, mm-hmm. But they could not find him. Guess what he did do? He what? like, he, after he killed her, he went and walked to one of the like, tra- or the track stations and mm-hmm. sat there and had some girl pick him up because he went on a date that night. Oh, my gosh. And then that girl that he went on a date with, she actually, um, she saw his pictures on. Um, like the news or something? Yeah, on the news. And she went into the police station and said, like, I just went on a date last night with this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, and she was just like, it gave me really weird vibes, like yada, yada, yada. They ended up finding him. He did kill himself. Um, I don't know where they found him, though. Yeah, I don't remember either. But I guess, too, like U of U has never formally come out and or they or at least it took them like a year or two basically to come out and say sorry. Yeah, well, um, uh, there was a news article just released. When was it? It was on March 31st. So just the other day. And it's about, it's from KUTV. So it's from, you know, here from Salt Lake. And it's saying, you know, that Lauren's parents actually ended up suing the University of Utah and they won $13.5 million from the University of Utah. Um, and they sued um, against the University of Utah, claiming that the school did not uphold its obligation to protect their daughter while she was on campus. Um and, and then uh, the University of Utah released a statement this weekend 
um, saying that the that the institution had already repaired its relationship with Lauren's parents. Um, and uh, since then, the McCluskeys have collaborated on numerous projects with the university administrators. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that this so this documentary with ESPN, I'm sure that it's been in the making for a couple of years because they actually bring in bring on one of the police officers um, mm-hmm. that she talked to that was a camp police police guy and he was wearing a mask when they sat him down and he took it off so i'm assuming it was like 2020 2021 post covid mm-hmm. where people are still cuz i don't i don't think people wear masks now i don't think so either so i don't know but it's 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 so well like i mentioned last week jane jenny actually dated this dude for a hot second and it was kind of like the same scenario where he asked her for a ride to work or something like that. And she had seen his driver's license. He's he, she met him on a dating app. His name was something different. Then she like saw his driver's license, saw that his name was different. And then she saw his work badge and he had a different name and she got like weird vibes. And so she basically just like stopped communicating with him. Yeah. They actually bring on his parole officer on on to um the documentary and i can't remember exactly how they they had audio from him like maybe at one of his like meetings or something like that and basically he he talks about how he's a womanizer and he uses manipulation to get what he wants from women it's so sad it just like I don't know. It really bothers me that um, that the law enforcement didn't like take her seriously at all. Yeah. And I don't know. I think about like my time at college and I'm like, man, I'm freaking lucky that I like made it out alive. Well, think about the times that you were out late in college. Oh, right. Yeah. Like some something seriously could have happened. Like, and I mean, we're not that far removed from, um, this kind of stuff, you know, like, yeah, we had like dating apps and stuff near the end of our college time at, you know, Utah state or whatever, but like, yeah, we were going out with absolute strangers from the internet. That's why I met Ryan. Ryan was a stranger, but like, I also met him at like noon on a Saturday. (laughs) I actually was singing. I'm like, I can remember like walking from, um, uh, USU's library. What was it called? I'm trying to think. The main library. Yeah. Kazir, 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 something like that. The Kazir Library. I thought it was Merrill. Yeah, Merrill Kazir. I don't know. I'm thinking. I don't know. I thought it was something called different. Anyway, um, and walking to the LLC, like that's a long walk, dude. Yeah, that is like, a long walk. In in darkness, like at night, like that's kind of scary. Like going through, like you know, you have to go through like those yeah. buildings right there and. I just was like, oh my gosh. And even thinking about that one dude that was like crazy that I met at Erica's party. Mm-hmm. And like, I had to like call the cops on him because he started being like freaking stalkerish. Yeah. Like, I don't even know how I, like, that could have been me. Like, I, I know that's what I'm saying is y'all, we need to be safer. Yeah. I'm just glad that I'm married now. And I mean, not that I like am exempt from crazy things happening 
yeah, crazy random things happening. But at least like in the dating world, like I'm just glad that. And yet, like for me, Tinder wasn't it became a thing. I remember briefly using it in 2013. Yeah, I remember getting it. It was only for iPhones. Yeah. And that was it. And then obviously, like I, I actually met Matt from Tinder. Oh, that's right. And then we dated for a while. And then obviously I knew Anthony before. And so I didn't, I don't even remember using Tinder after that. Mm -hmm. Like that was the only dating app that I used. Like I didn't like there's ones for LDS people or whatever, but there is another case that we want to talk about. Our last, but not least. Well, our last case, it is our least case. (laughs) This one actually does hit close to home um what is you wanna what you looking at oh my phone um something way more interesting i guess no i was i was pulling up the article that you sent us about him but oh yeah okay so this one's kind of a wild one that like i said hits more close to home so Anthony met this guy um, before his mission, like in they all lived in the dorms together at BYU, Idaho. And um, this kid, he wasn't he was baptized, but he wasn't like he didn't come from Mormon Mormon home. I don't even know how like I don't know his story at all, um, but obviously he never like stayed with the church like he probably stayed with it like for that time at BYU Idaho which was like six months or whatever um Mm -hmm. and then Anthony like you know knew him from the dorms um and then um after Anthony came home from his mission um like this kid his name's Anton um they all stayed in contact in terms of like they would meet up at the BYU versus U of U football game Mm-hmm. And they used to do it like every year, but Anthony's only gone twice, like post mission. Um, and so in 2021, like, like I said, like Anthony, he's not like he's like BFFs with this guy by any means, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but in 2021, like they were all going to go to a football game, the BYU versus U of U football game. And, um, I actually found out about this first. I was on Facebook because I'm Facebook friends with this guy. And um, all of a sudden I see him tagged in a mugshot. And I'm like, what the heck? And it was like he was tagged in a post and it was like, um, it was like, I knew that this guy was always a scumbag. And I looked at it and it said that he was being, he was arrested for sex trafficking and I texted Anthony and I was like, I was like, dude, I was like, Anton, this came up on, is this true? Like, like what's going mm-hmm. on? And then Anthony, so like I said, Anthony, he's probably more of an acquaintance. Um, but they have like, you know, gone to those games before and stuff. And, but the thing is, is like Anthony has friends that are, were like better friends with him. If that, because from the, from the yeah. door. Yeah. And um, and so Anthony texted one of those guys and he's like, dude, what's going on? Like, and um, and his friend was like, Yeah, like he's arrested for this. And 
Anthony was seriously like shocked. So we've known about this since like it was it was. Have August. you said what it is yet? Huh? Yeah, I Have said sex said- trafficking. Oh, you just keep saying this. Oh yeah, sorry. No, I said he was arrested for sex trafficking. Clearly, somebody's not listening. I'm legit looking at the the pictures that they they uh did in the court case. Anyway, so um, he just barely had like his. So he's been in prison this whole time. Um, and he just barely had his trial like this last week. It lasted, I think like 12 days or eight days, huh? Eight days, eight days. And, um, he just was convicted as guilty and it's kind of a, so this guy, he is actually a GOP strategist. He is very wealthy and, um, and anyway, he basically like, uh, met this girl on um it's like a website or something um and it's for like people that are rich and wanting to be like sugar daddies to younger girls or something and he recruited this girl to basically like find 15 and 16 year old girls to have sex with and um what that picture like all that money and oh i know i know dude i know it's wild like i obviously this is a federal this one which one i know know. he's a like a millionaire um and uh so he um he's like paid this woman like more than fifty thousand dollars and so um Anyway, it's just his whole thing has been like kind of crazy because it's a federal case. So you're I I was able to look at stuff just on Twitter and then obviously like um, news articles and stuff. But there was a guy that was live tweeting the entire trial and some of the stuff on there. I was like, you're a freaking creepy dude. Like, um. So like I said, he's a GOP strategist. He like has been on Fox News. Like he has been in, um, he has like, uh, had dinners with like president Trump and Tucker Carlson. And he was like best friends with the lady, a Senator in Minnesota. And she actually had to step down because of her association with him. Like right after this had all came to light in 2021. And, um, anyway, like, he the reason how this all got found out was i guess one of the moms of one of the victims um she found money i think it was because they shared a bank account or something she found that there was money deposited or either she found money in her child's bedroom and um was like where is this from and then looked him up and then realized that this was like a sex trafficking case he thinks that he is being um so Anton, the guy, the guy that is convicted now, um, he thought that he was being wrongfully, um, like pursued because I guess days before he got arrested or something, he like had made a post or had somebody like do, I don't know, some background stuff for a Senator um, a democratic Senator in, uh, it's Elian Omar in, in that she was like married to her brother or something. And so set up. yeah, he thought he was being set up. 
And I told Liz this, I was like, you know, I can, I can see how people are set up from the government. Like, I do believe that that happens. You know, you even Mm -hmm. see like this Murdoch case, like people have money, people can make things happen, you know, or disappear. Yeah. And, um, but I feel like in this situation, I'm like, there is absolutely no way that you were set up. Yeah. Well, on this article that Bridget sent, and if you guys want it, text me and I'll send it to you. Um, it was saying that they recovered stuff from Snapchat. Like Snapchat was able to go in and recover videos of the girls. Like they were um, lying face down, like in. Yeah. So I'm just like, how, how would they make that up? You know, like, how can they make that up? It's not like a screenshot or, you know, like someone's texting, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how you would make that up. Yeah. Well, and the thing too is, um, so this is what's kind of crazy is I don't know, this must have just happened within the trial, but basically one of his friends um, that uh, one of his friends um, that is now basically an enemy at like the 11th hour provided the FBI with all of this documentation of past texts with him and uh, videos and pictures and whatever. And I think that that's kind of what also saved the def- uh the prosecuting attorney in yeah. getting a win um but yeah he had the thing that's so weird if you look on twitter i will have to send you the guy that live tweets it he posts photos of things that were used as um evidence evidence the dude has a mirror on top of his ceiling over his bed so gross like what? And and uh, if you read these um, like tweets too, they talk about how he would like just like have sex with all these girls and then he would let them go watch Lion King or Finding Nemo in the other room and he got them Happy Meals. What the heck? Isn't that Ugh. so weird? Like, I just am, I don't know. I'm so... And he has a girlfriend right now and she has like totally um, by his side, totally by his side. But the thing, too, is like he has an eight hundred and seventy five thousand dollar condo in Minnesota that he deeded over to her. And um, I don't he hasn't been sentenced yet, so I don't know how long he's going to be in prison for. But it's just kind of wild. Like. It's just. I guess, too, like in the tweets of this guy that was there, um, he was uh, like, I guess when they read the verdict, the jury read the verdict, the guy was like shaking his head. Mm. So it's just it's icky. And it's like, I don't know. Can we end not on an icky note? And can I read a story someone sent me? Do it. I would love for you to. Okay, just because I, I feel like we've kind of ended on an icky note like two times. I don't want this to be two times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> so um, someone that I know sent me a message today and it's kind of a funny story. So she's, and I'm going to read it to you. And she says, I was listening to your podcast on my way to Costco on my Bluetooth, Bluetooth car audio. Usually once I turn my car off, the audio pauses. 
Well, somehow your podcast kept going. So I was walking around Costco with while your podcast was on the speaker. My phone was in my sweater pocket. I didn't notice it was the podcast on my phone. So I naturally thought it was voices in my head. I was <laughs> also confused because I thought, why do these voices sound like Liz? That's when I realized that it was your guys's podcast that was still ongoing. I'm surprised that no one at Costco stopped to tell me uh, it was kind of silly and embarrassing all at the same time. So she said, LOL. She said, so I guess my inner conscious voice is you and your sister, since both of you two sound very similar. <laughs> Here we are just making America better again. Yeah, we're, we're your voice of reason, your conscience. Yeah. WWLBD. What would Liz and Bridget do? L-A- yeah, I don't know. L-L-A- I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Anyway, that's crazy dude. Um, that's funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully those people were like these. These girls are kind of funny. Hope they were like, yo, yo, what are you listening to? <laughs> <laughs> Can you send me what podcast that is, or what book, what audio book you're listening to? Oh my gosh, I just finished an audio book that true crime people you might like it. It is a little bit creepy. I gave okay, it. A th- let's do a whole episode on books. Well, hold on. Let me just let me just recommend this before we go. Okay. okay. The Whisper Man. Never heard of it. Um, just finished it. I gave it a three out of five stars. You like true crime. You'll love this book. If you like true, true crime, this will be a good time. Yo, yo, yiggity, yo. And that's a wrap. (laughs) That's a wrap. Well, Liz, anything you want to say? We good? Yeah, we good. All right. Well, thanks for coming and listening to our crazy episode today, guys. Yeah, that was fun. See ya. Bye. Bye.